0: Hi, and welcome to Lamplighter Kids Stories. My name is Rebecca, and this is my squirrel friend, Momo. Hello, kids! We have an exciting story for you today. In each of our stories, we are going to learn about one virtue. A virtue is anything that is good and right and true. Virtues are like little lights that shine bright and beautiful in a story.
1: Can I tell them about Letters for Momo? Go ahead. I want to send you a real letter in the mail once a month. In my letters, I will share some of my fun forest stories and talk more about virtues. Also, each letter includes an activity page. And I may talk a little bit about acorns as well. If you'd like to get Letters
0: for Momo in the mail once a month, just ask your adult to visit lamplighterkids.com. At LamplighterKids.com, you can also find Momo and my Seeds of Character books for sale. So, are you ready? Come and listen while we light the way to your imagination! Hi everyone! I hope you guys are all having a wonderful holiday break and enjoying all your friends and family around you. Momo and I have been practicing very hard on our songs, haven't we, Momo?
1: Yes, we have. And I finally, finally practiced one enough. Can I show them? You sure can. I can't wait to show
0: all our listeners that you do know how to sing holiday songs without changing the lyrics.
1: I think all my listeners need to sing the song with me. I bet you guys already know the words, even though it took me a long time to practice them. Here it goes. Let's sing it together. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh,
0: whole song without changing the lyrics. I feel like you must deserve a reward or something like Dashing that. Dashing
1: through the forest to go get some acorns. I'm so hungry. Acorns are so yummy. When I see an oak tree, I always say yippee. I can't help but
0: stop a wall um to eat a Momo. The oh boy. I guess Momo got the main part down, but still made up some of his own verses along the way. Oh well, I guess we made some progress this year, didn't we? Eventually he'll get the whole song down. Why don't I start my story for you all? I'm sure that'll distract him enough to stop singing. Today we're going to hear the rest of the story about Elsie. Greta, and their quest to find their reindeer. Okay, Berg's feet are tired, little elvesies. Let's sit here and take a break. Berg's booming voice made Elsie jump. She was fighting hard not to fall asleep, rocking back and forth on his large shoulders wrapped in a warm scarf. Elsie felt Berg's big body go slowly downward. With a dull thump, he sat down on a fallen tree. Your deers must have run very far off into the forest. Elsie heard her cousin Greta from the other shoulder. I didn't think it'd take this long to find Brilli and Lila. Where could those reindeer have gone? Elsie looked up at the clear night sky. The night was about as beautiful as they come. Without the light pollution from her house or the town, she could see every single star that dotted across the sky. Stretching along the sky, she also saw what looked like a bright,
1: foggy cloud. It's the Milky Way, she said, pointing up. My papa elf taught me about that. It's the arm of our galaxy stretching around us with its millions of stars.
0: Berg looked up and smiled. Is that what you call it, little elvesies? We giants always call it the smashed sky potato. We love smashed potatoes so much that we name a lot of things after them. The mountain we sleep on is called Potato Rock. We like to call snowballs potato balls and Wait a minute. Look. Berg pointed one of his big hands up at the sky. Elsie heard Greta gasp from the other shoulder. She quickly followed where Berg's finger was pointed and looked around, wondering what the two of them were so shocked about. Then she saw it. There were two creatures flying in the sky. She could see their outlines against the bright Milky Way, but it was hard to see exactly what they were. They definitely weren't owls or bats, but what other kind of creature liked to fly around at night? One of the creatures did a flip in the air and flew lower. The moonlight shone on its face and suddenly Elsie knew. Brilli? Really? she whispered. That's
1: Brilly, And I think the other one is l- Loli! What in the world? What are they doing flying? Reindeers don't
0: fly! Apparently they do, said Greta, a small laugh in her voice. Apparently they do, repeated Berg. There are legends of flying reindeers that us giantses share in our old, old stories. But never did I think that they would be real. We have stories like that too, said Elsie, watching as Brilli and Loli bounced through the air. But they're just stories right? Bergie! Everyone jumped as a voice boomed from the distant forest behind them. Elsie, Greta, and Berg all turned around to look at where the voice was coming from, and there, over the tops of the trees, they could see a giant's head coming their way. Mumsy? Berg said in amazement. Then he stood up and started bellowing. "'Mumsy, over here! Oh, Bergie! The large woman came towards them and embraced Berg in an enormous hug. Elsie held on tight as Berg's body was lifted forwards. "'Careful, Mumsy! I've got these teeny elves on my shoulder, see? "'Aren't they so cute! Just like the stories you told us!' Berg's mother pushed her son backward in surprise and looked at both of his shoulders over and over. A smile cracked across her wrinkled face. Oh, so you do. What an amazing sight, my Burgie. on such a night like this. I feel there's something magical in the air tonight. How do you do, little Elsies? So nice to make your acquaintances. Elsie managed a weak smile. Wondering what other strange things could come her way this evening. Giants, flying reindeer, giant mothers. This night was full of surprises. In a matter of minutes, Berg told his mother everything he'd been doing that evening. How he had found Bongo, brought him back, and offered to help Elsie and Greta find their other reindeer. Then he pointed at the sky, where Brilli and Loli were still happily flying around. His mother listened closely, and when she looked up at the sky, she began to chuckle. Wow! Flying deosies! Well, if that don't beat all, I think I'm right about this night, you know. It's special indeed. Perhaps it's all the holiday cheer. So much cheer in the air that those little deozies are even flying with it. Elsie looked up and was excited to see that Brilly and Loli were making their way down towards them. She stood up on Berg's shoulder and cupped her hands around her mouth. Brilly! Loli! Here! She lifted both hands into the air and waved them. Look! said Greta. I think they heard you! Brilly and Loli grew larger and larger as they flew down through the night air. They gently landed in the snow in front of Berg, snorting and stamping happily. Elsie began to climb out of her scarf nest but she didn't get too far before Bird grabbed her and gently and slowly set her down. Elsie ran towards Brilly and wrapped her arms around him. Oh, Brilli, I'm so glad to see you again. Brilly nibbled her hair and snorted in her ear. Elsie giggled. He always did that when he was happy to see her. Well, I do hate to interrupt this wonderful occasion, but... I actually came looking for Berg because everyone is missing him at the giant's feast party. There's plenty of mashed potatoes left and the dancing is about to begin. Oh, I've forgotten the time. Yes, we must get going. I don't want to miss my party. Berg stood up quickly and turned to the girls. Are you coming to the party with us? It's been at least a hundred years since an elf has joined our giant festivities. Elsie unwrapped her arms from Brilli's neck, holding tightly to his jingly reins so he wouldn't run off again.
1: Thank you, Berg, but my
0: cousin and I really ought to be getting home. We've been out so long now And my- Um, Elsie, what are you saying? Greta interrupted. We are like the only two elves in history that have been invited to their winter feast. Not to mention, I bet they have giant desserts there. I vote that we go. Elsie stared at her cousin in disbelief. Oh, yes, we have giant pies and syrups and hot mountain waters and giant cookies, of course, Berg said eagerly. Greta looked like she wanted to faint with happiness. Elsie, we have to go. Giant cookies? Come on, we have to! Please! When will we ever get this opportunity again? Greta looked at Elsie, her hands folded in a plea in front of her. Elsie hesitated.
1: What about my parents? I don't know when they'll be home and I don't want them to worry about me. They told us not to stay up for them.
0: You know how much all the parents love to sit around and talk about boring things for hours and hours. I have a feeling they probably aren't even halfway through their boring adult elf party. Come on giant cookies Elsie had to admit it would be amazing to see the giant feast
1: Well I guess we could go for just a little bit Woohoo
0: Greta pumped her hands in the air before Elsie could say more We'll be so happy to have you there Berg's mother said with a smile It's decided then Come on over here and I'll set you on my shoulders Elsie looked at Brilly
1: Actually, Mr. Berg, sir, if it's all the same to you, I think Greta and I should ride my reindeer to the party. That way we won't lose them again. And with that,
0: Elsie walked to Brilli's side and hoisted herself on top of his back, ready to ride him through the forest like she'd done a hundred times before. Greta, copying Elsie, did the same on Loli's back. Oh, dokey let's go, Berg said. I can hear the Giants started their music already. The party has begun! Berg and his mother turned around and began to walk swiftly through the forest with heavy steps. Elsie smiled to Greta. Well, I guess we're going to the Giants' party! (laughs) To Elsie's amazement, Brilly had pushed off the ground and straight up into the air. Elsie clung tightly to his harness as the bells rang out in the still night. She felt the whip of cold wind through her hair and looked down to see that Loli had had the same idea with Greta. Up into the air the two of them flew. The pair of reindeer flew higher and higher and then, all of a sudden, dove back down towards the lumbering giants, just missing their large heads as they shot back into the air again. Elsie had shut her eyes tight, but she could hear Berg and his mother laughing, as well as Greta yelling in the night air. Her stomach felt like it was being tickled from the inside as her reindeer turned this way and that. Elsie! She heard Greta nearby and finally opened her eyes. Greta and Loli were flying in the air, side by side. Greta had the largest smile on her face. This is amazing! she shouted. I didn't think this night could get any crazier, but it definitely did! Woohoo! And with that, Greta's reindeer dove back down. Elsie could hear her yell with joy all the way down toward Berg and his mother. All right, Brilly, she said breathlessly. Show me what you got. She gritted her teeth together in a wide grin, held on tightly, and yelled happily as her reindeer continued to dip and dive, swerving with Loli in a kind of silent sky dance. Elsie had a feeling that this would be the only time in her life she could enjoy riding a flying reindeer. So, enjoy it she did. There they were, two elves flying happily through the air on reindeer, following the path of two giants below. If they had to make a journey all the way to the giant's mountain, this was the best way they could have imagined doing it. Can't eat another bite. Greta lay stretched out on an enormous log table, holding her stomach. Before her lay an enormous cookie with a large chunk eaten out of it. Elsie sat next to her, feeling almost, but not quite, as full as her cousin. Near the table, on a big mountainous clearing, dozens of giants were stomping and dancing strange dances to loud music. A bonfire bigger than Elsie's house lit the whole party and let off a comfortable warmth over everyone. Elsie smiled as she watched Berg and his mom lift their knees high, then wiggle their hands in the air, enjoying their very special feast day. Elsie looked between a gap of the table and saw Brilly and Loli curled up and fast asleep below. She laughed. Apparently, all that flying had worn them out. When the two cousins had first arrived at the feast, flying in on their reindeer, all the giants had been very interested in the two elves. After answering lots of questions, though, the giants had all gone back to their feasting, laughing, and dancing. The girls had never heard anything quite so loud as this giant's party. The ground was continuously shaking with their booming, dancing stumps. Oh, giant beasties are the best, is full of food and friends and fun. Some might be scared of our sizes, but we never hurt no one. Giants are kind. Matter, big or small, kindness lifts up one and all. It seemed like the feast would go on forever, and Elsie didn't mind if it did. But her eyes grew heavy as she watched the happy giants dance. Between the warmth of the fire, the late night, and the giant cookie, she just couldn't keep her eyes open anymore. With one last look at her cousin, who was already fast asleep next to her, she gave in to a deep, happy sleep. Elsie? Elsie, wake up! Mm, What? Elsie opened her eyes and saw Greta's face looking into hers. Behind Greta... Elsie could see the ceiling of her own room. But how could they be back in her house when they were just at the giant's party? Please tell me I'm not going crazy. Greta put her face even closer to Elsie's and whispered, Did we actually see giants and fly-on-reindeer and eat enormous cookies last night, or was I having the weirdest dream of my life? Elsie sat up straight in her bed. Outside, she could see snow lightly falling. She could hear her mother making breakfast from the kitchen below and the sweet smell of waffles and bacon floated into her room. She looked over at Greta.
1: If you had that dream, then we both had the same dream. And two people can't have the same dream, so
0: I think... It wasn't a dream. The two cousins stared at each other in amazement. Then something behind Greta caught Elsie's attention. Look there, under the window! It looks like a huge piece of paper. The two girls ran over to the window and unrolled the large piece of paper. Inside, there was a letter. It looked as if someone with large hands was trying to write as small as possible, which was still several sizes larger than an elf's writing. Elsie read the letter out loud. Dear Elvesies,
1: I'm so happy you could come to our party. Everyone is saying how wonderful it is that I brought guests to see our wonderful dancings. You two were so fast asleep that I decided to just bring you back home and tuck you in. Your little reinders are also
0: tucked into their houses now. I guess whatever magic made them fly last night wore off, for they didn't seem able to anymore. It truly must have been a special night. I hope you has a wonderful season now and, who knows, perhaps I'll come and visit next year at our next awakening. Love, Berg. The girls read the note a few more times as if trying to convince themselves that it hadn't all been a dream. Wow, said Greta after a while.
1: Just wow. I have to say, Elsie,
0: that might have been our best sleepover yet. Elsie nodded in stunned agreement. It truly was the most epic elf sleepover of all time.
1: the reindeer again and got home and it all ended so happy. Oh, what I wouldn't give to fly on a reindeer like that.
0: That would be amazing, wouldn't it? So, can you guess what our virtue is in this story? Um, is it uh, flying? No, I don't think flying is a virtue, although it does sound like fun. Our virtue in this story is kindness. Kindness means that you choose to be nice to people and creatures around you. There was a lot of kindness in our story today. It was kind of Berg to help Elsie and Greta find their reindeer, even when it meant that he had to miss some of his own favorite party to do so. And it was kind of Elsie and Greta to go out into the cold night to find their scared and lost reindeer.
1: I would have been very scared to go off into the forest at night to look for anything, even acorns. I like to stay nice and warm and safe in my home at night. And I
0: don't blame you for that. All right, it's question time. Question one. Have you read any books or watched any movies lately with characters who show kindness? How did it make them feel? Question two. What are some ways that kindness is practiced during the holidays? All right, Momo. That felt like a wonderful way to wrap up our stories this year. Now the only thing left to do is to sit back, relax, and enjoy being with our
1: family and friends. I'm so excited to stay with Mama and Papa McSquirrel for a few days. Maybe I'll show them that I know the lyrics to Jingle Bells now. They'll be so proud. Well, I mean, you do have the chorus down, but...
0: I hate to tell you that some of the other words you were singing were pushing through little... the
1: forest to go get some acorns. I am so hungry. Acorns are so yummy.
0: Alright, I don't think I'm getting anywhere trying to correct him. At least we got a little better this year, right? I wish you all the best this season. And I look forward to sharing many more lamplighter stories with you in the new year. to Lamplighter Kids Stories today. If you liked our story, please feel free to share it with your loved ones and leave a review. It really helps other listeners find these stories. If you're interested in subscribing to Letters for Momo or would like to purchase Momo's Seeds of Character books, just visit our website at lamplighterkids.com.